This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Shay Davis. She's a supermodel, model coach, actor, mentor, host, and radio personality. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. So yeah, that, that's a lot of things uh, that you know you encompass in terms of what you've done and what you do. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Okay, well, I started modeling. I've been modeling since the age of seven. Um, I was born in Michigan. I started elementary school in Georgia, and I grew up in Florida. <laughs> so I'm very diverse uh, in, in very different things. I guess that kind of uh, opened me up to trying different things because my mother moved around a lot, so it exposed me to more than most people. Um, so when she put me in modeling, I did some modeling in Jacksonville, I mean, in, um, in Georgia, I did some modeling in Michigan. And then I ended up moving to Florida with her and the modeling was kind of so-so in the beginning. But um, once I got into high school, I, started, I went to John Casablanca, I went to Barbizon. Um, you know, I did the little modeling schools and the modeling troops and that kind of helped develop me a little bit more. And then I met a lady named um, Jada Jackson. She modeled for Ebony Fashion Fair. And that's kind of really when my modeling really took a turn because she really gave me like some hands-on, one-on-one training that really developed me into the runway diva. <laughs> uh, so I modeled around Orlando area a lot and I just didn't feel like there was anywhere, you know, more to go from there. So I decided to move back to Georgia. And once I moved back to Georgia, like it was like, bam, uh, I didn't really know anybody here in the entertainment industry. Um, I always wanted to get into the acting and um, hosting. Or I kind of did some radio when I was in Orlando. So that was cool. But, you know, the whole entertainment world really opened up once I moved to Georgia. Um, once I moved here, I had to be proactive because I didn't know anybody here. So I literally like volunteered at fashion shows. I helped dress models and like steam clothes backstage so that I could network. And one day I got a call and I didn't even really re know where they got my number from in the first place. But they called me. It was for a hair job. And I booked that job. That was my first like big gig. And they paid a few thousand uh, dollars which was amazing to me never being uh, booked on that type of magnitude and from there on it was just like okay next thing next thing next thing next thing so um, you know now I am I've modeled around in different uh, parts of the country and I'm a little bit older and I look like I'm 12 I'll take that though I'm 20 or whatever you want to you know <laughs> assume <laughs> Um, but um, I'm more mature in the modeling realm. So 
I'm more into teaching and educating others and helping improve others and helping others not go through the things that I went through. You know, in the entertainment world, people will get you very simple and easily making you think that they have opportunity for you or, you know, having you spend that money. So now I'm doing more of teaching, um, having boot camps, and I'm still modeling. I am doing active stuff. I do do brand ambassador work. I will change the tires on your car and babysit your kids. <laughs> you name it. Uh, I'm, I'm a go-getter, so I'm, I'm doing some everything still. Yeah, that's awesome. So what's kind of one thing that you would tell someone, uh, maybe in misconception or some kind of thing that they should be aware of that they are trying to get into modeling, you know, somebody young, because oftentimes, obviously, I'm not necessarily like in that industry, but knowing going into an industry, you're kind of like your eyes are glazed over and you want to do this and that something, you know, somebody should be aware of or something they can avoid. Okay, a couple things. Number one, if an agency wants you to pay them, don't pay them to be a part of their agency unless you want to make sure that you're getting something out of the deal, period. Like you don't give something for nothing. Oh, you give us to pay us this and, you know, we're going to have you be a part of our. Now, there are some, you know, companies that have the database type of thing and it does kind of get you somewhere maybe but if you don't have your stuff together don't do it because you're gonna fall at the bottom of the list <laughs> like you're not ready for that make sure that you have all of your ducks in a row if you're gonna do something like that um, furthermore do your research research is very important um, when uh, you see an agency and you're thinking about signing with them or considering them for whatever it is that you want to you know think of them for do your research check out their social media social media is huge they should have a social media page people shouldn't be on there saying this is a fraud like <laughs> um the google reviews even would sometimes even tell you like hey no you know this person took my money or this is this um check out their website do they have a website are they even leaving their contact information with you when they're reaching out to you like you didn't even you you said you're interested in me doing something but you haven't left me any contact information to reach out to you contact the contact information and see if it's real. Like <laughs> little simple things like that can really take you a long way, um, you know, from getting, I don't want to use certain words, but you know, getting taken advantage of. Nobody wants to be taken advantage of. So just do your research to, to help you, you know, get past that. Yeah. And I think uh, it's 2020 with the internet, you can really dig in, only do a search for a company name or a specific person. And you can really drill down because if something has happened, that's kind of shady, eventually somebody will vent online and put it out there and it will be indexed and you can, you know, find it. Right, right, right. Um, and then some people like I, I um, a lot of the people that follow me, I always let them know like, hey, if you have a question about anything, you can DM me, you can text me, excuse me. So I have a lot of people that, you know, come to me. So if you know anybody that's in that industry or you have access or even me, you know what I'm saying? Reach out to them and ask, use your resources to find out, you know, is this person legit or, you know, have you heard anything about them? Have you worked with them before? Like take advantage of your resources. No, that's awesome. So what motivates you to succeed? Man, I just, I want everything. <laughs> I want everything. Um, I have children, so I definitely want to leave a legacy for them and, you know, leave something for them 
and lead by example. I have a lot of younger people that follow me. I um, spoke at my son's school for Black History Month. So like I got a whole middle school of kids and you know, just different people I meet along the way that really look up to me. And it's very important for me to lead by example uh, because you know, a lot of people don't have that positive influence. So, you know, if, if I could be that and it doesn't cost me anything, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not difficult for me to do. Why not? Like, hey, do it. Uh, furthermore, I'm just like a go-getter anyway. Like, I'm, I'm like a sponge. I want to learn everything. I want to do everything. I feel like knowledge is power. The more you know, the more you grow. The more you listen, the more you learn. Like, so I really want to take advantage of any and every opportunity that I can and be the best person I can be in this life, like for sure. So do all you can, enjoy it, live like it lasts, you know. Do what you love to do, do what you're passionate about too. That's another thing, I'm really uh, passionate about it. And so it's not really work when you enjoy it. So. Yeah, and I think it's important to be an example and leave a legacy. And, you know, oftentimes people reach a certain part of their careers or if they're in the limelight, you know, an actor, you know, a radio, TV personality, an athlete. And oftentimes they say, I don't want to be, you know, a role model. Don't watch me. But it kind of goes hand in hand with that platform. So, you know, you have that, you know, responsibility because, you know, you don't know where you came from. So there's kids that are coming. I'm actually a foster parent. So a lot of kids are coming from inner city areas, you know, they're hopeless, they don't have role models, things of that nature. And seeing somebody that came from that situation or somebody that's like them that made it to a certain part in their life or reached a certain uh, pinnacle of success kind of drives them and that can be kind of the deciding factor in their lives going one way or another. Exactly, I definitely agree with that. Um, I saw something one time, it says, you can take that negative situation, you could take the positive from it and say, hey, I never want to be like that again. Or you could take that negative situation and say, oh man, I've been beat up, I've been put down, I'm gonna stay down type of thing. So it's really up to you know that person, but it always helps when you have those other people around you to push you and motivate you. So I commend you for being a foster parent because I've, I've known some people that have done some things like that and they're like, woof, I can't do it. Or, you know, that that made, that takes a lot of patience. So you must be very patient. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a working process. It's hard and it's hard from the situations the kids are, you know, coming from and oftentimes going back to a bad situation. So when they're with you, you know, make a positive example, show, you know, that there is something different than what they're, you know, used to and, or what they're going back from. And that may you know, be kind of a, a beacon in their life to strive for better things or, you know, turn their life around that they don't have to follow that cycle. Right. Wow. That's, that's, that's powerful. Like to be able to, you know, it really takes just one, you impacting one person, one person at a time is, you know, those things, those little things add up and make a difference in the world. Yeah, I mean, it trickles down. There's 700,000 kids in the foster care system. So there's good foster homes, there's bad foster homes. So, I mean, you're just making that decision. So those 700,000 kids are going to grow up and, you know, be adults. So they're, you're either going to, you know, go a negative route or do something positive and, you know, carry themselves out of the situations that they were in. So, yeah. Oh, man. Oof. Uh, I'm, I, that, that, the things like that make you be like, I'm so grateful <laughs> for what I have. Like, you're like, oh, I live, I grew up in a single parent home. Like, 
I grew up in a single parent home, my mom, but she busts her ass. I'm sorry, she like she busts her behind to like make sure that her children were great, you know. And that makes you appreciate something just as little as that when other people they have two parent households or you know they don't have any parents and you don't never think about what somebody else has gone through or but everybody has a story everybody has battles that they're going through and you know a lot of people don't take that into consideration when they're you know going at somebody or you know bullying or you know those things like that so yeah and then it, it comes down to uh like emotional iq and empathy so you reach a certain part and through your experiences you deal with people a little differently in terms of like having compassion and before reacting understanding what you know they may be coming from a different perspective either you know in personal life or a colleague maybe they're not doing their job the way they should be or something's happening or they're falling off a little bit that may be caused by you know an emotional stress or a loss or you know disease or something negative that you should be aware of and handle the situation a little differently and it would go a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I just had a conversation about that. <laughs> it takes two people. It takes two. So you could be the person to change, you know, the situation for the better or you could, you know, join in and be a part of the negativity. You know, which one do you want to be? Um, always take accountability for what it is that, you know, you're doing. There's a I don't want to put nobody's business out there, but <laughs> someone I know got into it uh, with their husband and there was this whole, um, you know, well, he was, you know, irate or whatever. Okay, well, you didn't have to be irate with him. If he was irate, it was just as simple as you, you know, walking out and say, okay, I'm not going to deal with this right now. We'll talk about it later, you know, leave the situation or something, you know, two people together is making the situation worse. So definitely, you know, Think about even after the fact, after a situation happens, what could you have done to make the situation better? That's something that I always do is think about, you know, what could I have done to make the situation better? Make sure I don't do that again in the future. You know, if it's something that hurt me or, you know, I'm, I'm upset, how long am I going to be upset about it? Is it even worth it? You know, is it worth being upset? You know, what difference is it going to make if I am upset? So, yeah, it's... It's surprising, like that's that's getting real deep right there, and a lot of people don't have that personal, you know, uh, what is it like self discipline and motivation to to do that. It's easier said than done, but the things that I have personally been through has, you know, helped me to look at things with that type of outlook. Yeah, and learning everything that's happened to you, either good or bad, learning from the bad things as well, and taking something positive out of it and moving it forward. Because you know what's in the past is in the past. You can be you know resentful or spiteful, and that's going to impact the rest of your life, personal and professional as well. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, I, I can agree. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> so, what's one thing you may have seen in yourself that's a weakness in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Um, a weakness. I don't have any weakness. No. <laughs> um, I try to. You know what? I hate. I hate. I hated feet. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say you know it's a necessarily a, a weakness, but I really hated uh, my feet growing up. They were big, and and I just really thought feet were disgusting. <laughs> But now I use my feet as a source of income and I love them now, they're amazing. <laughs> um, that's something that's really simple, but you never know what people, you, you know, we're our worst critic. So you never know what a person is 
know, feeling about themselves. I don't see myself how you see me or how somebody else sees me. But that was something that I battled with kind of growing up. Like, oh my gosh, I hate my feet. They're so big. I'm so tall. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, don't look at them. Keep them covered up. Don't touch them. Don't touch me with your feet. I hate all feet, actually. So it's like all feet are like horrible. But now it's like, okay, cool. Don't tell nobody that. <laughs> yeah and i think it's getting comfortable with whatever your flaws are or what you think are flaws that you know people may not view as flaws and getting comfortable with yourself and accepting of yourself because like you let people affect you a certain way and then you let yourself you get in your own head basically and you know you stop yourself or cause yourself to be happy and you're ultimately that barrier so every day it's kind of a you versus you battle yeah yeah um i i you know, if you have a friend or somebody else, it'd be like, oh my gosh, I look so fat in this skirt or <laughs> something like that. And it's like, what are you talking about? I don't see what you go. Oh, my face is just so horrible. And I was just like, I don't see the problem. You know, you're your worst critic. So you definitely have to do those uh, positive affirmations and sometimes get in the mirror and talk to yourself and let, you know, let yourself know that you're good <laughs> and fake it till you make it sometimes, you know, and then if you're in a negative environment, you have to separate yourself from that negative environment so that you can be able to you know, arise up out of that. Yeah, I agree. So what's one piece of advice you may have for the audience? Go after whatever it is that you love and that you're passionate about, no matter what, no matter who tells you you can't or shouldn't or couldn't or wouldn't. like do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, especially in today's society, like there's so many options and opportunities for you to do whatever it is you love doing. Like if you want to walk dogs for a living, like you could do that and get paid and start your own business or something. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter how big or how small it is. Um, your value is not determined by the people who see you or look at you, like you determine what your value is. So if it's something that you love and that you're passionate about, go after it. If you're doing something that you don't love and that you're not passionate about, you need to make a transition and do something at least in the field where you're learning something about, you know, what it is that you want to do. Um, before I started uh, modeling with a, a big company here, I actually began doing sales for them. I, I was selling their garments and then I went from selling their garments to actually modeling in those garments. Did I want to do sales? Like, no, not really. But I'm passionate about, you know, this inter entertainment and then fashion is a part of it. So, hey, let me get into fashion and learn every aspect of, you know, whatever it is that I'm trying to get into. Learn different aspects of what you're trying to get into. As well. Yeah, you need a starting point and you have that. I mean, that's the biggest barrier actually starting because you have all those, you know, negative thoughts. You know, what if it's not good enough? and not being a perfectionist starting and then you know redoing or pivoting over time because if you feel like it's going to be a right time or you need a right time it will never be the right time and then you're going to just sit there and 10 years pass by 20 years pass by like you could have at least took baby steps and those would have added up to a certain level of success or you would have tried it maybe you didn't like it and you could have pivoted to something else yeah, it, uh, it's, it's nothing wrong with being that person because I was that person, but don't stay stagnant in that position. Like, 
get it. Okay, I was that person and move forward, move past that. I was definitely that like, oh man, I don't want to do this. Like I have some things coming up and I was just very like, oh, I don't have this. This isn't right. This isn't right. And somebody came to me and said those exact same words like, hey, just jump out there and do it. You know, um, if you try it a thousand times and you fail, you know, 800 to 200 times, you made it. So, you know, like definitely, definitely let me go after it. Yeah, you, you fail more than you succeed. I mean, any, anyone that you read their story that have reached, you know, reached a certain level in terms of building a company or an athlete, they've had more failures than successes. And the reason they have successes because they went through all those failures to get to oh, the yeah. success. Those are definitely necessary to, to make it. You're going to get a lot of no's before you get some yeses. I modeled before I moved to, when I moved to Atlanta area, that was about... Eight years ago, I had already been modeling for 10, 12 years, already 15 years. And then, you know, I had to go through all of that process. My mother used to get on me too. No, don't go do that. Don't do this for free. Or, you know, don't go do this and don't go do that. All of those experience help shape and mold me to, you know, get to this position. So take every opportunity that you can to go after whatever it is. Even if you fail, get back up, dust yourself off and keep it going. Yeah, I mean, I think it's skills over kind of like reading a book or being a generalist. So there are some things you need to go to college for, you know, a doctor or a engineer that I mean, you can't avoid it. But certain things that experience versus that class time is, you know, more valuable 100 times. So like you said, doing something like an internship, or maybe you do have a job, but like you hustle on the side and put in a few hours at night to help somebody out on the weekend, go to an event, go to this, go to that, and build up that experience. Even though it's free, it's still experience and valuable at the end. Absolutely, absolutely. Write it down, write it down. I always say that too. Write it down, write it down, read over it, look over it, check it off once you get past some stuff, write down some goals, like, so you start knocking stuff out. That helped me, that really helped me to stay focused. So write it down. Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Yes, uh, make sure you guys uh, follow me on all social media outlets at Runway Diva Shay. That's S H A Y. Um, you can call me Shay Butter. You know, whatever. You could mix and match that up however you want to. But um, um, shoot me a DM if you want to know about some modeling information or you have some questions about something that's going on. Shout out to O Robinson PR Group for getting me this interview. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. All right. Thank you. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.